everybody. This is Rachel Gardner, and you are listening to Spiritual Musings of a Popcorn Brain. Hey friends, so right now we are going through a season that I'm calling God Stories. And these are friends, some I've known a long time, some I haven't known quite as long. Some are very personal friends, some are church friends. They're all great people and they all know Jesus personally. And they all have a story to tell you about a way that he spoke directly into their lives. And my purpose in doing this is so that any of you who think that you have never had that experience or you know that you've never had that experience to hear directly from from God, from Jesus, I want you to start to recognize all the ways in which he might talk to you so that if he has talked to you and you didn't recognize his voice, you'll start to hear it. And if he's never talked to you and you want that, then you can ask him and when he does, you will recognize his voice. I hope that you are encouraged. So today I am here with a wonderful couple from my church. This is Ron and Deb Moss, and you are going to be amazed with the story that they have to share. And I am on the edge of my seat because I've been waiting to hear all the details myself. This is Deb, and um, this is our journey um, of the past two and a half years. Um, The same week that our fourth grandson was born... Um, I was still up in Tulsa helping them take care of um, their little one. Actually, it was our third grandchild, wasn't it? Our third grandson. Um, Ron had come home to work, and his um, urologist had felt like there was something more going on than a urinary tract infection. And so he had done some samples, and Ron called me from the doctor's office. I was in Oklahoma, and he told me, Dr. Goldberg told us that uh, he had um, incurable cancer that was very aggressive in his bladder. Mm -hmm. And um, it was hard to not be together, and it was hard to hear Mm -hmm. those words. Our oldest son was with me, and um, so um, we got referred to a wonderful oncologist at UT Southwestern. in Dallas first, um, wonderful urologist, Dr. Lotan, who um, did a um, BCG treatment for um, about six months, and it seemed to be working. It was stage zero. We had caught it early. We were hopeful, even though the word incurable was always in the back of our brain, seemed to be working. And uh, then in a matter of four weeks, it went from stage zero um, to outside the bladder wall in two weeks, and two weeks later, it was stage four terminal cancer. Wow. And we were told he had about a year to live. Mm. And so um, we then um, got connected with a wonderful urologist, Dr. Cole, at UT Southwestern um, at the Richardson Cancer Clinic. And um, we... Um, got a random draw for a drug trial, um, found out that we got the drug trial and started that day. Uh, it was three drugs um, that had been approved individually, but not as a drug cocktail. Mm-hmm. 
And um, Ron was able to stay on that for seven of the nine weeks of the drug trial. He was the next to the last person in the Dallas area to get into the trial. They were closing the trial. Mm. Um, But he randomly, and we decided (laughs) our God is the God of randomness because we don't think there was any random about him getting that drug trial. Um, Then we had to switch to more traditional chemo when um, the cancer had spread from the from the kid from the bladder to the kidney from the kidney to the lymph nodes from the lymph nodes to the bone wow. and so um they were actually able to eradicate the cancer in the bladder and the liver the first two places but it was really the bones that were now very badly infected wow. and um <clears throat> so we started traditional chemo two different drugs tolerated both of those for a while and then had to go down to one of those two drugs, and that was um, this winter in um, November and December when she told us um, we should probably look into hospice, not because we needed it right away, but because she was running out of things to do. Mm. Um, There were some other drugs we could try when we couldn't tolerate this one anymore, but um, they had 10% success rates and they could make you really sick and you had to decide if it even was worth it to try that. So, right. so in January, um, Ron had his um, three-month PET scan and we were just praying that uh, we could continue this treatment because his body was tolerating it and the bone cancer wasn't getting better, but it wasn't getting worse. Right. So we were just praying for being able to continue and... Um, uh, she, Dr. Cole came in the room and said, well, you had a miraculous PET scan and our son was with us. Who's a pastor in Fort Worth who grew up in the branch. And, um, we were, we were like in our heads, we were like, yay, we're going to get to continue what we're doing. And she said, you are N E D. And all three of us went Ned. And she <laughs> said, that's the medical term for no evidence of disease. Amen. There's no cancer in your body. And we just went, what? (laughs) And then we all started crying. Um, And uh, the word remission had never, ever once been spoken over us, ever. And in 2023, Ron was probably in the hospital eight or ten times. I mean, every four to six weeks he was in the hospital with some sort of infection. And um, we just... We just could not believe it. And and they were just telling you to plan for hospice, mm-hmm. and then you go in, wow. Yeah. So um, we, we, we say we went from being in shock to being numb, but the word that we use now is awe, because yeah. we are in awe of our Lord and Savior, because there is no medical reason other than she said if... She told us if Ron hadn't gotten on that second drug trial that we were on, that he probably wouldn't still be here. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a random draw that we got that <laughs> drug trial. And also, um, she told us that so far, the results, it's an international study that, um, and this wouldn't include Ron's number, that 30% of the people who got the drug trial instead of traditional chemo are now in full remission. They're not doing oh, better. Wow. So they will no longer use the traditional chemo as the first line of defense against this particular very aggressive form of bladder cancer. They will use what we got. And we're also just very thankful that we got to be a part of 
helping a lot of other people too. And we know that the gentleman who was the last person to get in in Dallas is also in remission. So um, good news all around. Um, uh, Thank you. Yeah, something that struck me, you were talking about I went from uh, stage zero uh, to stage two to stage four in four weeks. Yeah, wow. Which was overwhelming to take in. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just shared how it was four weeks from when we were encouraged to talk to hospice to when we were told that we were NED, no evidence of disease. And, you know, I I love, to me, that's always, uh, we were equally um, in awe in that short four-week time as we were in the previous four-week time. The previous one was we were in awe that, that, that this had ha- we couldn't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. And then when 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 the a few weeks pass and then within the four week period we were we were in full remission, that was equally hard to comprehend. And I know for for us one of the great um, challenges that are probably common to so many folks is uh, just being able to comprehend what's going on mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I know, Deb, our prayers uh, would change kind of based on how chemo are gone or, you know, based on what was in the next couple of weeks, not based on what was what lied ahead mm-hmm. years down the road because we we couldn't plan. We didn't know to project out. Right. And um, so it was all it was. um during this two and a half years, though, I think one of the things that even though we may have been confused or uh, we, you know, we felt like uh, we didn't know what to do or even how to pray, um, you, you and I, even when it was terminal, incurable, you got a year to live, uh, we never lost hope. I had such a wonderful time talking to Ron and Deb, and we are not done yet. So next week, we'll have more of that conversation, and then the next week. And then after that, I have to tell you a story that's been happening to me that is currently going on and was during this interview. And... have some amazing things to tell you of what God has been doing in my life and how he's been talking to me and people around me. So I look forward to sharing that with you. If you find this podcast encouraging, then please follow or subscribe. And if this specific episode was meaningful to you, please share it with somebody so that they can be encouraged too. And I also want to let you know that I have another podcast where it's just me doing my daily Bible reading from a one-year Bible. So if you would like to join me in that quiet time each day, 
then I have the link for that also in the bottom of this episode. And it's called Scripture for Life. 